Howard Lindzen is the founder and general partner at Social Leverage. All opinions expressed by Howard and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Social Leverage or Stock Twits. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for decisions. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. We're live. We're not live. We're taping. We're alive. We're what? We're alive. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's swap mics. (laughs) Producer always, the the star always gets to choose what mic they use. Okay, I I guess you. Okay, you can have mine. Boy, boy, gets my mic. It's fun just having quiet moments. Howard Stern has the, the ability to do these quiet moments. And, and not say and all the time. Well, you know. I don't know how you do it just alone in a room. It's unique. great to have a producer. Yeah, that's uh, that would be Even different. Even better to have a sponsor. It would be great to have a producer who found sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> but you found one. <laughs> well, no. No. But I have a portfolio company that I might as well shill because Social Leverage doesn't need sponsors to do its podcast. And this right. is, by the way, it's Panic with Friends, and we survived Friday the 13th. And we together will survive Corona. Maybe we'll have a Corona. It's Friday the 13th. Good idea. And we are here panicking with friends. In this episode, great mentor, great, I call him the original chart artist, Chris Kimball, who I don't know, has thousands of subscribers and a coach and trading idea champion uh, using chart art. So it should be fun. I don't think Chris panics, but... Uh, because he's got a great recurring revenue business, but uh, he trades, so uh, we're going to hear some stories. Anyways, I wanted to have help some of our portfolio companies, seeing we have a good audience. So today's episode is going to be brought to you by one of our portfolio companies. Not that you have to do anything or go buy anything, but uh, Coifin, one of our uh, Fund 3 portfolio companies. If you want to track and analyze what's happening in the current market, turmoil, let me tell you, Coifin is fantastic. It's a web-based platform. You can appify it that lets you analyze stocks, ETFs, mutual funds, and other assets all in one place. I use it every day to track what's going on in the market. And I think if you try it, you'll love it. Coifin has a ton of high-quality data, powerful functionality, and a clean interface. Best part is, for now, free. Been free. You can sign up at www.coifin.com. That's K-O-Y-F-I-N.com. Komovich. And so we're ready to get Chris Kimball on the phone? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Bring it. Bobby. This is Chris. Chris Kimball. How are you, Howard? You're on panic. <laughs> Look how calm he is already. Can you? It's calm. I know. Guy, it's amazing. It? You're on panic with friends. Show some enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, Friday. It's Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. Where yeah, are you in great, the world? I know you're in it's the. It's a great day. <laughs> you are. Uh, what? What? Where are you? What state? The big Kansas. You are in Kansas. State. You have to fly yes, over state. Sir. Yeah, no virus. Yes, sir. Kansas doesn't get the virus. Yeah, we Just, we've got it. Doggone it! You've got a case. So, uh, yep, more than one, from my understanding. How, the and, how uh, does it get to Kansas? Well, I guess somebody viruses. took a wrong, 
Yeah, somebody took a wrong turn and just came through here. I, that's, that's the only <laughs> one, right? What uh, city in Kansas are you? Salina. Ah. We, we are just a few miles from the epicenter the, of the United States. True. The middle of nowhere. Is it truly the epicenter? Like uh, with a well, it's it's not far from us, but it's it's not here. Somebody has the claim to fame, and I should know it, but uh, it's just to. a little northwest of us. This is a podcast. So. Nobody knows anything. That's that's our that's claim true. to fame. And, so, and we're close to the largest ball of twine. I mean, we got it all right here. Yeah. Wow, impressive. It is impressive, and yet, <laughs> and yet, the Kansas. So it's a low part of the country too, right? It's it's not there's no mountains. It's low. Middle of the country is a low a low part of the country. They kind of call it the plains. Yeah, it's yes, the sir. plains. So, uh, how long have you lived in Kansas? Sixty two years. Oh wow, it's a whole life. All my life. That's right. So so right. let's so you're on Panic with Friends. I thanks for doing this, Chris. Kind of a mentor of mine. He's just quietly digitally sharing away and mentoring and coaching people in what I call chart art. Uh, you have a knack for um, the zeitgeist, I would say. Like you can just get a feel for the markets with one of your charts. And uh, you are at, at Kimball Trading, correct? Kimball Charting Solutions. Oh, Kimball Charting Solutions. So yep. so tell uh, my audience a little bit about the business and what you do. Well, we try to uh, become what we call, Howard, a 28-second advantage, you know, to where well, like we that. hope to do – to where we can do the work, show you the graphics, maybe have a little bit of fun along the way with an image and share some uh, big picture, an important uh, price point or a message from a chart so people can uh, get it and be on their way in a very efficient manner. That's our, our hope. Yo, I think we it, accomplish I think it, but it's our hope. I'm a happy customer. The, um, now, we're friends, meaning we're digital friends. We don't, obviously, I've never been to the center of the earth, let alone center of America. So, and I don't know what twine is. Knut, what's twine? I think it's something you wind around things and tie oh, it up. I thought that it was kind a, of twine. I was a I'm not, it could be something thing. different. North I thought it was something technology. Yeah, like, like, like around big bales of hay. Oh, you know? God. Got them all over. Kittens. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you, uh, I would say you're a, a coach. I mean, you run an excellent business, an efficient business, but you also invest, do you not, or do you not trade at all? Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. you trade on your own account too. So, yeah. um, so take me back to one of the first times you panicked. Yeah, you weren't always a pro. Well, on every trade, I guess everybody panics no matter what. But uh, do you remember the first time you, have you ever panicked where it mattered? I think I did, Howard, in 1983. I um, was- Ooh, the pickle uh, run, what? the great pickle run. <clears throat> no, what was in 83? <laughs> Goblins? <laughs> <laughs> it was no my internet. it was it was my honeymoon. Oh my god! No goodness. kidding. I was I was getting uh, married in, in 1983. Mm-hmm. Fidelity had these new cool funds called select funds. You oh could trade them by, yeah! You could trade them by the hour, and uh-huh. um, so oh, this is new and great. And I've, I've got these. Uh, it's, I was I started as a financial planner, so I'm in my third year. So I've I've had three years. I'm I'm really on cutting edge of knowledge, right? Experience <laughs> and you know, thirty six yeah. months into this, and yeah. so I decide, wow, technology is doing well, Howard. <clears throat> Why don't I take my honeymoon money mm-hmm. and put it all uh, put it all in the Fidelity Select Technology Fund, and I'll make my honeymoon all the better. Well, mate, I'm well, sure your second marriage didn't go the same way. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, okay, this is your first idiotic wife that hooked up with you. But anyway, so you say, I'll take the whole yeah. honeymoon, all $300 of the honeymoon money, and yeah. I'm going to put it on what? The so, select uh, technology. Sex, select, uh, select technology. We're going to go to Disneyland, mm-hmm. you know, with all of the, the great growth and things. And mm-hmm. so I think we stayed at a holiday in about 100 miles away after about a 90-day trade that just uh, thumped me bad. So yeah. that was one of my first great panic learning experience was three years into the business. <laughs> now, did you learn by like selling at the bottom or did you learn by just uh, holding or what was the learning thing? You well, lo- you I took I the loss. Some of both. I yeah. took the loss and, and uh, bought into um, euphoria, uh, an upward movement, not much reason to other than, wow, this thing's hot. Got to get into it. I'm going to make my honeymoon pool be all the bigger. And, mm-hmm. uh, Next thing I know, we got into some uh, real volatility in '83, uh, and um, it, it didn't work. It didn't go well. And it was, was that? Great, yeah, it was great that, learning experience. It is the great. It is the great learning experience. I don't think you could possibly learn without being cut like that or just shamed. Yeah. Boy, it happens to me a lot. <laughs> Has it happened to you badly ever again? Because that's not, obviously not the end of the world. You're still married to this lovely lady, and I've met her. So well. No, it it hadn't, but it was just a real memorable. It was a great experience. It's a you know, great kind of, experience. Hear, it's a passage. You know, you hear uh, Buffett named Berkshire after a terrible trade. Oh, I know? actually and, didn't know that. And so, yeah, that was one of his worst. And so he names his company Berkshire to oh, remind him of something idiotic that he did. And, and so it it's uh, it, it was like I said, great learning experience. It, uh, we, we still did go to Disney. Uh, but not on near the kind of funds that I was uh, projecting was gonna gonna have. You know, you but, know what? Uh, Maybe that's why Ellen calls her new company Howard, named after an idiotic thing she did and married me. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why it's Howard Co. Knut, <laughs> mark that down. We have to have a talk I, with I, Ellen. I, I did mark that down. <laughs> wow, Kimball, thank you. You've solved an issue <laughs> in our house. Yeah. Now, now you have this. Uh, You're like a grandfather. Thing. You're like yeah, a, you won't have anything to talk about now. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> The uh, so you are financial advisor. What what was after the panic? What was that? What was after what? What, panic? what, what came after the panic? Of of my before my honeymoon? No, I mean like what was you stayed as a financial planner, and yeah, I uh, did that for uh, 25, 26 years. Wow! And when uh, while I was doing that, I started uh, sharing. Some of the uh, Howard, I got to give you credit. You're a trendsetter in so many ways, and you know when you saw my work seven or eight years ago, I was honored that you came up with the idea of chart art, and you know you've now made that synonymous uh, term in the industry. And so it's just another thing that you put your great thumbprint, you know, on. But I started doing that years. Can I have you call Ellen, Chris? This is not important to praise me. Well, it only helps if you praise me in front of Ellen. Can you give a fuck? Just play, just play this <laughs> part of the recording. Oh, can Let's just see. I'm not even smart. We can just play this. We'll just pipe yeah, this we'll, into the house. Yeah. Let's just pipe this into the house. When she says, just "Go clean," the, she says, "Go do the laundry." I'm going to pipe this into the I'm house. Live feeding it right now. Put by a the thumb way. on my chart art. What? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I think Kimball, like you just get my like, silly sense of humor, so we appreciate that. Okay, so yeah. so so you so you started sending out select stuff. You were you kind of are uh, you're a social uh, you're a social um, you're a social leader. You were on the stuff you and JC were. Uh, you JC maybe introduced me to you or your work. JC is kind of like the he, of technical. I would say he's like the young 
Pied Piper of, of technical analysis, all-star charts. So he probably Absolutely. he probably pointed Absolutely. me to you, and then I just said, this stuff, it's the worst. You guys, It's like Bitcoin, nothing but bad marketing. Chart Technical analysis has the worst marketing. If they called it art, everybody would care. Everybody would think it was cool. That was my thesis. And uh, I think what you do is chart art. So what gave you the idea to do the the way you frame everything? How did you come up well, with that? Well, you know, just kind of continue continuing with that story. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Sharing it, sharing it, no, just sharing it with people, you know. And uh, this was back to me, the pre-blog days. And a couple of people said, Chris, you need to start a blog. And I, I thought blogs were only for people that would say that you had a bologna sandwich for lunch or an ingrown tomato problem. Well, they are. Well, you they know? are for those you know? people. <laughs> so, I wrote about my so, ingrown toenail uh, just two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did. It was my yeah, kidney stone, I, I but you know I what I mean. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought I saw that piece. So that still so holds started, true. I started sharing it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you I started sharing, sharing it. With yeah. people, and, and it started to grow, and they said, yeah, I'll start the blog. And so um, at one time, Howard, I was uh, running my practice. I was selling signals to a um, a, a 401k administration company out of Seattle. And, uh, then they put me on a 60 city tour in 90 wow. days to try to teach these principles. Mm-hmm. I was going crazy being strung out. And did you so, play an instrument uh, at the time? Cause that might've helped. I, I, did I you have would, a banjo. Cause that would, would impress me. <laughs> no a banjo. sad violin. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just so on the road. I, That's a grind. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I never was a never have been or will be a rock star, but I could you know have some empathy for their travel. But so I went to uh, my mentor, Sir John Templeton, and I said, John, I'm not handling this well. I've got a small financial planning practice of 250 people, roughly, you know, and then I'm doing these things, and I'm I'm too stretched. And I said, What would you do? And and he's always got solid advice. And he said, You know, Chris, if you do things, God will put food on your table. So forget that part. Do you essentially want to try to help a couple hundred people, or do you want to potentially help thousands of people? That was the light switch right there when he said that. So I uh, sold my practice. Oh wow! I started. I started the blog, Howard, uh, for three years. Mm-hmm. I just gave away and shared everything that I had for free. I didn't have any type of a business operation. I just wanted to build an audience, let people see, you know, the chart art, which that wasn't even a term until I met you. But started sharing that, and then finally, after three years uh, gaining a following, I decided, <clears throat> you know, then to turn it into a business. Mm-hmm. So uh, last last month is my 40th year in this business. Uh, I, I I love what I do, and if God can let me uh, do chart art and fog a mirror for a while, I, I hope to keep doing it for quite a long time. Yeah, you need to focus is what I think it is, and so I feel yes. like I feel we're square <laughs> now. You gave me your problem, and I just said, listen, if it was me, I'd say, just focus, for Christ's sake. Stop wandering. Well, I'm sitting on the couch right now, so it fits. Boxes or briefs? <laughs> yes. Both. Duluth. The, um, so, so give me a typical day. So you probably have that. I mean, you, you – but how did you come up with the framing of the way you contextually paint a picture in a chart? Because charts are fascinating. Like, listen, we could argue all day long to technical analysis work. That's not the point here. Uh, the point is you're, you're, you're applying context to a moment in time by using price and, and uh, volume. So how, how did you come up with your whole framework? Well, 
you know, humbly, Howard, I think technical analysis itself is boring. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I wanted to try to, how could you, you know, when I used to talk with Sir John about uh, expressing some concerns, you know, this is in the market, you know, or that's in the market. And Sir John um, kind of straightened me out a few times. He said, Chris, I got to ask you a question. Do you know a secret that the majority of the people in the world don't know, and especially the big people? And my answer every time was, no, I don't. Right. You know, and he said, so most of your concerns are most likely built into the market. And what you see in, in the, the price, most likely, and you've heard, we've all heard this before, is essentially uh, most all the people, billions of free trading people in the world already know that knowledge. And so I thought, you know, well, this really tells a story. And so then I, I wanted to take something boring. And uh, I've got a business and a psychology degree, and oh. so I tried to take the images, Howard, to because of, I think that it's boring to attempt. I'm a uh, you know you know me long enough. Kimball's a corny guy, I am, but I try to then take the image to sell the the picture of the chart to try to make it memorable. And I'm honored that a lot of people over the years they said, you know, Chris, I, I don't know if I like your your chart work better or your stupid sense of humor. Yeah, uh, well, they're I'll, hand I'll in take, hand. I'll take the other one. Yeah, yeah. it comes I'll hand be, in hand. I don't think you can, you can project. I don't think you can be. I just don't. If we look at the greatest people, Oprah over the people that sl- sl- uh, sling, uh, you know, meanness, or you look at uh, Joe Rogan, and you look at the big, the phenomenons, they just can self-deprecate, or they can just. Uh, um, they can just smile a little bit or just say something a little bit, you know, that just catches people a little off guard. I think, I don't know if you can learn that. I mean, you obviously just have that from, uh, you know, that's your edge, I would say, is the ability to just, you know, not take it too seriously. And um, so, so when you saw this week, so let's just hop right into this week. You've got it. You've in. So, so hopefully I've let you talk a little bit about your business. So it's Kimball, Char- it's Kimball Charts, Charting Solutions. You, you don't manage money for other people, but you do have this subscription service. Correct. Yep. And, but over the years, I've 40 years of doing this thing. It was the smartest thing anybody could ever do is be in the business for 40 years. You know, that's, it's one of the great businesses in the world. Uh, the stock market is, is 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 the greatest game um is is the greatest uh test of of will and will cut you will find your weaknesses so is that what you love about it it's, you know when i played uh, as a kid there was a game called stratego and i guess yeah. you, know, you know chess and uh, checkers and all of this is stratego but i just look at this as a big puzzle howard that's just i find it fascinating and, and it's a passion to, to try to figure out and put the emotions to it. And, you know, like uh, I was reminded this week, Howard, of, you know, we, we hear that one of the day's declines this week was the biggest since the crash of 87. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I lived through the crash of 87. It was my seventh year in the business. But I think one thing that I was telling the, one of my customers this week that uh, the oil market this week, oh. this was this was Monday, reminded me of the crash of '87. And, and one thing that most but it happened people, on the night. It happened at night here, or it happened for me at night here. But yeah, true, that, that was true. the closest. The oil. No one's even but, talking about oil after this week. But that was the crisis. Yeah, yeah. But what gets me, Howard, is 
So Monday was down uh, 26% during the day. But what was so easy that reminds me, I guess, of 87, Howard, was the parallels between the stock market in 87 that nobody talks about the Friday before the Monday because the Monday was so darn big in stocks. Uh-huh. Well, Monday was down, or Friday was down 7 or 8% in stocks, followed by 25% down. Well, guess what? A week ago today in crude oil was down 9%. Guess what Monday was? Down 25%. So there was unbelievable parallels between what stocks did in 87 and what crude oil did this week. And uh, Do you think you know, crude, do you think it was the virus or do you think crude, it doesn't matter really, but do you think crude or the virus tipped the market over? Well, I'm not into wise, Howard. Yeah. But the thing that I've been sharing with my customers, and I've shared some with you, is I was reminded of the game show to tell the truth. You know, when we were younger, show. somebody come on you. Know, one person was truthful, and Great two show. were liars. Could put, you well, could do I that think, show again today. Yeah, that's true. So I think there's been four characters with three three telling the truth and one liar since the uh, Christmas low of eighteen. Howard, Doc Copper yields and crude oil have not believed stocks and they've been heading down and diverging to a degree that i i can't find oh. on a chart in 40 years wow so for 14 months the game of to tell the truth was going on and the question was who's lying and then somebody's going to have to play the heinz bottle of ketchup huh. and so that i think now we know today the three truthful ones and the one participant was the liar was stocks hmm and so now stocks have played a game of catch-up, and the lie that's been taking place, or the other accurate pieces, Howard, they've been telling the truth, have been telling the truth long before anyone ever heard of the virus. Sure. So the virus is just the tipping, or what caused the it's, tipping. But, the quote-unquote excuse. Yeah, the excuse. And so yes. copper so copper has been headed down, yields were headed down, and what, and what else was the third? And crude oil. Oil. Oil was heading down too, correct? Uh, yeah. So before this, along the way. Yeah. before this happened, Howard, since the Christmas low, stocks were up about thirteen percent. Yeah, V bottom. Copper was the, mm-hmm. copper was down twelve. Uh, crude oil was down thirty, and yields were down sixty. Mm. And so you had this picture—a largemouth bass. It was the large, the biggest spread. I don't care how long you've been alive or in the business to try to go back and find a spread like this. It's just unparalleled, yeah. you know, what was taking place. And so I do think it was the game that to tell the truth, the liar was caught, you know, and uh, now we've had these panics. And uh, Have you I, seen I, a move this, like that ever? I mean, 40 years, have you seen a stock move like this? I mean, uh, Well, I, you know, the statisticians, you know, like great Ryan Dietrich, you know, they go and say this hasn't happened before. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, the, the stat I just saw Ryan share that every day this week, the market moved 4% up or down, and that hadn't happened since November of 1929. <sighs> so it's been a while since any of us have witnessed you know, that. Even Buffett, I don't know if he saw that. Yeah. Well, I may, na- I may name a new company COVID. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, um, so now what ha- happens after? Do you have any, I know you don't like to predict, so we're not predicting, but like, so now that the stocks have played catch up, is there any insights? Well, I think the thing that fascinates me the most that I, I do wonder, Howard, if, if you and I are blessed to live 20 or 30 more years, and if you would go to a, if the CMT, you know, the Certified Market Technicians Association is still around, mm-hmm. I really wonder if like this week, 
will be in the textbooks because, um, you know, we had the largest bullish reversal in crude oil. Uh, It's only happened two other times like this. This week it happened? Yes, because, see, we were – just think, it was awful ugly, right, guys? But it was down 25% at one time. Uh Then by the next day, it had regained 12 of that 25 Okay. So we now see the largest bullish reversal since the financial crisis lows mm. and the 2011 lows. This is in crude oil, uh-huh. and we all know that was a significant lows in stocks. Huh. Uh, I sent you earlier today, Howard, the largest bullish reversal in yields. Yes, dude. In, in the last Charlie Bellow called years. that. He got me out of but he was like, "Dude, what do you want? You want to get negative rates? Stop it!" Like he was just like, "I don't understand this. We're just getting out of bonds." Um, yeah. And so if you think about, again, to tell the truth, Howard, what the stock crowd is hopeful of mm-hmm. is that you have a combination of this gigantic uh, crude oil bullish reversal at a prior low, 09 and 011 was significant. And then we have this reversal in yields hmm. that is up against a 30-year falling support line. Mm-hmm. We, have the VIC, we have the VIX rather high, right? Yeah. Where did it close and today? Under 50? Did it close under 50 or is it still a I did. Oh, don't Great worry. question, Howard. Yeah. And, um, and then TLT creates the largest bearish reversal in the history of the product up against a 20-year rising trend channel. And, you know, last night I, I went to pick up a couple of our grandkids to have them here for spring break. And I, I get a couple of tweets from a couple of personalities that are on TV regularly uh-huh. that you know, and they said, wow, there's the rumor that the market could shut down for two weeks. Right. And so, you know, when you put toilet paper together and you put water panics together uh-huh. and you put VIX panics together and bond panics, you know, um, I, I love the, the a- analogy of the two hands to all of this, you know, is we all know, think of Sir John Howard, you uh-huh. know, that, we know the virus is here, but now all of a sudden this week was the gut punch with like every sporting event on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was down. just like a, it was like that waterfall thing. And I was buying, you know, I'm, as little as I was buying, I still was buying. I feel like I was doing the right thing because I was in cash. Or not in cash. I was enough in cash where I could be buying comfortably and nauseous a little bit. But instead of selling into the cascade, but it's always just such an abyss. It's not something I like to do. It's just like, right. you know, Starbucks at 60. Sorry, it wasn't on my list, but, uh, you know, down 40%. I'm just all over that. Gambling stocks down 50%. Stuff that I don't peripherally care that much about. I was like, well, wait a minute. You know, they're canceling maybe a month or two months of what will continue forever and ever. So uh, it just seemed obvious to me. I mean, but it was. I even was part of like, you know what, when – the thing we can't control is like, I want the markets to stay open deep down, but I really felt that, you know, with not having control of, of the markets, I was like, who knows what was going to happen yesterday? Like there was right. a chance in my brain that the crazy man would uh, try and shut down the markets, you know? Yes. So he cool, cool. I feel like I was scared about noon today, but it seems like the market appreciates him finally just saying, this is a fucking problem. Let's, we're going to have to deal with it and fell on the sword. And that's what I was worried about. The market was just pounding the, the, the federal government to, to do something about it. And they did. So the question is, you're saying a lot of signals aligned to that, this being a major bottom potentially. 
for stocks. You know, at least a, at least a short term low. Short term you know, for stocks. Yeah, in and around. And one here. of the yeah, and one of the fascinating things that I have, you know, I swear if I could live two hundred more years, we'd never figure this out, Howard. But we still can't overlook it. It's not technical analysis, but you know, the daily low in two thousand three which was an important low. It ended up being the low took place on March the 13th. The daily low that took place in 09 was March the 9th. So Monday's crash low in crude oil was what day? March March the 9th. 9th. Mm. And what was today? Play the music, Hugh. Well, (laughs) March the 13th. That's right. Yeah. Now, as the VIX is at 65. I mean, it was incredible. This morning. Like, it was so funny. I only listened to you. There's only a few people I needed to talk to. It was obvious. Ryan, I saw Ryan's tweets, and then I looked at StockTwits data last night, and I was like, fuck, this is fucking, and not to swear, but, like, it was just, I was kicking myself. And then this morning, I was just hand over fist tweeting, t- texting some of my friends what I was buying because I didn't publicly say it. But it was just seemed like you could buy anything all morning. And the only thing you had to fear was Trump being a complete idiot. And once he wasn't a complete idiot, the market took off. It seems like it was, there was, it was a good day. To, you know, some respect to the disease out of the White House, maybe for one That's of the all he time. had to do. I mean, that's all yeah. he had to do. Like, isn't that yeah. amazing? Like, that's why I was worried about that he, you know, and, you know, so they did the right thing. I don't know if it's the right thing. It was what the market wanted. And yeah. so I guess that's, I don't know if that's the right thing, but it was coming. And the charts had it, uh, or not the charts, but the art had it. There was just, everybody was leaning one way. And it just seemed so easy to sell stocks yesterday and the day before, and it was never going to end. And then it ended. Really a beautiful symphony, when uh, when you think about it. Well, but yet nobody knew, nobody knew except Trump what he was going to say and how he was going to say it. So it really is true. What is the inside information? If he if he slips up, you know, the market does tank further, or maybe not. I mean, we don't know. So so yeah, I think there's some kind of short term. Oh, and then as 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 I was talking with Brad Fell, now comes the grind. Like we're not out of the woods. Right. Yeah, that we don't know anything about what will happen next because the virus doesn't go away Monday. No, it won't, will it? You know, what we hope is that the market has uh, been pretty decent in you and I's lifetime of being a forward thinker. Mm-hmm. So as we can, so as we continue to hear negative news, that we just hope it's priced in. Right. You know, like you know, we've. I don't. Think right. I've heard now we'll start hearing news, and you and I will be texting each other, going, "Oh yeah, the market just goes up because they forward thought that in." You know, yeah. and then something will happen like, oh, the NBA season will just they'll just have like six teams start playing in without fans, and you know, gambling stocks will go up, and you go shit. And yeah, so maybe <laughs> the market's pricing that, and the mar- the price moves faster than the mood. And so I'm hoping, but we know we know better than that. To, you can't bet all your marbles on on uh, this stuff. The um, but that's interesting about copper yields and oil. Hmm. And yeah, just think of, think of the to tell the truth game. So the one thing that I, what we, uh, you know, when we talk about on on one hand this, and one hand this. Here's the the one thing that we I think we don't want to we don't want to see from uh, this. We want to see bond prices peaking 
and yields bottoming mm-hmm. due to due to the system got running out and it's temporary. I don't what D word you want to use, disinflation, deflation, whatever, depression, you know, what that it got wrung out this week. Mm-hmm. The one thing that we don't want to see is that that was an expression that rates are going to rise due to the world's concerns about the credit quality of the U.S. government. That would be a disaster. You know, that's correct. You know, because so, so much talk this week has been about the black swan. Well, when you think about the technical analysis, Howard, the thing I have loved, the technical analysis is ahead of the game, and it's like a tiger. Uh, you know, a tiger doesn't chase its prey. It just, it, what pounces. does it do? It just it pounces and waits. So the technical analysis pounces finally. It's there. And then the story is there to make the trigger, you know, for it to finally take place, mm-hmm. you know. And so as so many people have been saying, well, the black swan was the virus. Well, that became the why or the excuse. Yeah, that, that but, we, you know, we may be getting set up one more time for the nightmare, which would but, be our debt. Yeah. But, the, but the virus was the black duck. The black swan would be, you know, the ultimate and just what you said is that that somehow – our credit repayment ability becomes in question. So, so, you know, I love the phrase, Howard, that the only thing that goes up in a down market is correlation. Oh, I love that too. Like, yeah, everybody's like, you saw Bitcoin down 30%, gold was down, everything like, yeah, exactly. But finally, what was it two days ago, Howard? Bonds. Bonds, finally. Charlie Below was yelling at me. He was like, this is going to happen. Like a bunch of, you know, there's going to yeah. be a reversal in bonds here. This is what happens in panics. I didn't understand so that, we, and then I saw it. So humbly, I feel we want to see a, a rally in yield, a decline in bond prices due to some form of good news. Good news. Economic yeah. strength. Yeah. But if but we we're not going to get that just because the virus is going to kill that. But the question is, can can the markets look beyond just the virus? Right. Yeah. But did the markets, the bond markets look ahead and just say, this was the washout. I mean, that's what I pray for. Yeah. You know, I, I don't care we what don't color you wear, yeah. who, who, who you like or not. But as you know, I, I want our leader to not care about one person. I want him to care about one thing and that's our country. Yeah. And for the betterment of our country, I hope that yields hit a low this week. Mm-hmm. I hope crude oil hit a low. I hope stocks did on uh, support. I hope the VIX, freaked out and finally hit a, a high as well yeah. right here on, on Friday the 13th. Yeah, it'd be, you know, it'd be like interesting. Here, yeah. It could be textbook if it all happens to work out. And it, it's never that simple. Yeah. You know, this is just a, yeah. a fascinating well, uh, ongoing play. Yeah, know? I thought this idea of panic with friends, and it's been, I mean, you, you haven't had a chance to listen to them yet, and we've, we've 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 just been ripping through I don't know eight or nine so far and we have six or seven next week of my favorite people that and everybody's agreed to be on so this is great uh, you know everybody's been, uh, from a text or a tweet's been able to make some time for me but we'll uh, I I think what we'll do is we'll check in uh, we'll probably have to check in in three four months or you know less if if the panic continues um, to see I I'm with you the only thing that can take down if the system is people losing confidence in the United States because that's, you know, we can make fun of the United States and we can, we can screw up, but you know, it's when other people start leaving, taking their money out that, that the game ends. And yep. uh, so that would be the black swan here. 
And I'm not, yep. you're not rooting, no one's rooting for that. No. Yeah. What's, no, that, that's the day mare, you know, that we don't. But, you know, Howard, I want to say, you know, in, in life, you're always, uh, uh, we're all a collective uh, piece of people that we meet, you know, and uh, uh, I am, a, and, and the one thing I, you know, we're all blessed to meet certain people, you know, and I was uh, so blessed to meet you, watch you, admire you. And so I, I'm honored to be on this show. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to know you. Uh, I, I think back, I don't know of anybody that's got more tentacles and the more great people that I've ever met you know, in my life. And I've met a few, few decent people along the way. And, and so it's just always an honor to just get an email back from you and a tweet, you know, and, and to be, you know, on your show is, it's, it's, it's humbling. And I appreciate you, buddy. And I, I just hope you're, you hang in there health wise. And I'm thinking and praying for you all the time. Thank you, my man. Canute, obviously the Venmo went through. He got the money. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, I wasn't going to stop you. I wasn't going to stop you. The, uh, (laughs) holy smokes, I'm, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, we're lucky. It's so funny about financial community is the old financial community, well, you would know more than this than me. It was like when I saw Kramer in street.com and then I saw Twitter, I'm like, nah, the whole system's going to change. Like, People don't need black box. Well, there's obviously people still have black boxes, but like this new world's just going to connect. The de- we were the first to decentralize, you know, the the the, the floors and, and the machines, and now everybody's a node talking to each other and sharing information and making their own decisions in a decentralized way. I think that's been the I can't believe I'm right moment. Like, you know, it's happening, and like I have all these great friends, and... Uh, we get to pull this shit together at the last minute. And that's just part of the, the, uh, I think we're just lucky to have these tools to be able to do that. So I'm, I'm lucky I got that right. Cause you know, you the old system would say, ah, you know, who's, I remember on Twitter, I was like, who's going to share their ideas on Twitter. And I was like, one day the president's going to tweet something and the market's going to move. And, uh, it seems so obvious to me in 2007 and it really didn't happen until Trump took office. So it took an extra 10 years for, for people to catch on to this. So it'll be interesting where we are in 10 years in terms of financial information and dissemination. I got to think, yeah. I got to think that's, uh, yeah, the, hopefully they don't screw it up up there. The, uh, cause there's a lot of good people in the system right now sharing and, uh, and uh, contributing. So, uh, all right. So, so have a great weekend in Kansas. What's the weather like? Uh, middle of the road. We're fifties, fifty, 50 60, You know, right now. So we're you know the our weeds are starting to turn green. So I want to. Got eight <laughs> acres to mow. Uh, yes, sometime soon. So I'll, I'll be out on the lawnmower mowing the eight acres soon. <laughs> all right, Grandpa Chris. Thanks yes, for sir. doing this. We'll talk soon, my man. Appreciate you, Howie. All right, take care. All all right, take care. Cheers. Bye, bye, guys. All right. What a gentleman. I know. Kansas, he was huh? so complimentary of you, too. I which know. Is, which is really nice. I have a couple of tweets of his that uh, he, he he has to placate me. It's like Trump. It's like the Russia scandal. I have stuff on Kimball of him doing, <laughs> st- of him doing stuff in his fields. The, uh, his eight acres. I had a little camera action. I had a couple of drones over the, over the Kansas fields. There you no, go. I'm kidding. So uh, I think he's one of the best because, you know, he doesn't share every minute 
but when he shares something, I always take a look at the picture and just go, what's, you know, what's the big picture? So he's one of the best at it, and he's very unemotional about it. And you don't really even have to pay. I think people that like him do pay because you can get enough out of his free stuff uh, to uh, – he's trying to help people be 28 seconds away. I think he helps people be two days ahead. Uh, you know, the markets, you don't have to catch it by 28 seconds. I think he's – He's just using that as his, his tagline. Did you learn something there? Uh, I did, yeah. I learned a lot in general about people's different perspectives from all these different uh, podcasts. You know, I mean, the amazing. Uh, Middle of Kansas is as good a trader as yeah, anybody. But, you know, everyone has their own take on it, and it all makes sense. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Panic with Friends. We'll be back with another episode soon. What a week. <laughs>